Hello, everybody. Welcome to Argue This. We got a guest this week. We got our uh, good buddy uh, Derek here. Uh, we also got Tron, as always. His voice uh, sounds like shit. Go ahead and say hello. Yo, my fucking voice is angelic, okay? Fuck <laughs> off. He's I'm, like, fuck off, guys. <coughs> oh, my God. I'm, I'm going through puberty. Fucking, fucking wet pa- fucking pussies right now, okay? Penny dropping voice right here. What's up? Yeah. Any ladies that want to send in your pussies, refrain from doing that. We, we just uh, just don't do it. Not not to this podcast. Send it to Joe Rogan. Send him my regards. <laughs> just, he, he won't look at it. I think he's married anyway, but he'll get the message. He'll be like, oh, I want to have this stupid podcast on for my <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Fly him down to Texas. So what do you talk about? Um... Pretty much everything. We start on one topic and then go wildly off topic, and then I end up making Anne Frank jokes. Sounds and and Tron hates every single one of them. <laughs> they're, they're pretty bad. Oh, they are so goddamn bad. But this week we're going to be talking about the you know over-freedom of religion. Does it have too much power in politics? Does it have too much sway over everything or is it necessary to be a moral compass and you know politics you know hey you got a fucking nuke on your hands well i don't want to bomb those people they're good people whereas like an atheist like me would be like just are they a problem they're throwing sticks at our helicopters nuke them nuke them like a fucking microwave get it get them the fuck out of here so you know, Derek, what what do you, what do you think about the uh, morality? Like, because there is um, obviously religion and politics, and these you know people in charge are usually Christian or Catholic. Do you think this you know morality, this God is watching me bullshit, is helping them make better decisions, or could it you know be much much worse? That's a that's a real good question. Um, Long time listener, first time caller kind of situation for me. Uh, you know, I think it sometimes hinders them. Uh, I think that, you know, they play into where their money came from. And if it came from the, the churches or it came from backers of that set or where they came in their their heritage and upbringing. You know, someone that's maybe that's been homeschooled and has gone to church their whole life and then got into politics because they were well known around the community may not know what the actual community is like if they've been on the golf course, like country club kind of community their entire lives, yeah. you know, necessarily someone that's gone through a public school or gone through and come from, you know, an under uh, low income housing area and stuff like that. You know, um, I think that I think, yes, in a sense where it's, it can be where, you know, people assume religious people have money, you know, and they know what's right because God told them what was right. And if you're willing to believe people that are that blind to what's actually going on in reality, then, you know, that's, that's our own fault for voting that person into, into that position to make those decisions as a general populist, you know? Yeah, I mean, like, I, I've had uh, church people come and help my ass out when I was homeless and be like, okay, here's a place to stay. Here's some work that needs to get done. I'm going to pay you for doing this work. You can stay in this area. Yep. Um, this is my outhouse for all my slaves. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, that's literally like 
It, that's what it was. One more day, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, uh, you know, their, their kid lived there, but um, he moved out. So sure. sure. It, it was like a little, uh, you know, back house type thing, a little clubhouse area. And uh, yeah, so, so they would help me out. And those are the types of people that I would like to see up and around. They don't have any aspirations, obviously. They have a giant. They're very know. happy with their life right yeah. now. Yeah. They're, they're also old. They're like in their 70s or 80s at this point. And I'm like, all right. Sure. So, I like me personally, anybody above 65, I don't want them in politics. Agreed. The, 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 it, or they need to be reelected. They need to like actually run. They can't just like keep sitting there, kind of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean like even with that, I, I would you know cancel Negatory. Bernie because Mi- Mitch McConnell technically ran. That's true. Okay, well, there's got to be some sort of like, so, like time like, off period, like a like a two year two year like. I'm a very like I'm. Everyone knows me. I'm pro like yes, love, peace, all this other bullshit. But like I am very ageist when it comes to politics, and I think that like. <laughs> Anyone over even 55, I would consider like a little too old because they're they're talking their generation, not the up and coming generation. Well, I mean, at, at that point, then I wouldn't I don't want anyone under 25 being in politics at all. Uh, under, uh, agreed. I, don't think I was a shithole at fucking 25. I don't think you can be voted as in to represent until your, your 30s. I know the president. Well, thirty-five is for the president, yeah, but um, I think you have to have a certain amount of time. No, I don't think you do for like. I thought you had to hold city offices. And lit- stuff like literally, that. there's a cat that's like a mayor of a town. Crazy. Yeah, but I wouldn't necessarily just say Minimum age. age I would a, say yeah. like amount of consecutive terms, like limit that. To, okay, no, I agree you know with term, like, I agree with term limits like, as well. Like they, I would be even like and this is kind of crazy to say, but like during their off time, if they come back and decide to run again, like. We give them a compensation salary, like, "Hey, man, thanks for serving our country. Here's your, here's your four hundred one k plan. We'll, we'll see you in two years. We'll when check you're it out. Run again. So you know your I mean? your senator is when they win an election is voted in for six years. Yeah. In that six year term, they are paid one hundred and seventy two thousand dollars every year. So out of after that six year term, they're already a millionaire. Yeah. Or like around there. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So and like, they can and they can invest in the stock market freely. Yeah. So they it it's just different. Like they are no longer in touch with their constituents after that term. Sure. And like and that's why. Why I think like there obviously there should be we should you know if they only get one <laughs> one six year term you know that's sucks obviously you you didn't do a good enough job to be voted back in again you know yeah uh, like I just I'm looking up the uh, state uh, the age of candidacy laws in the United States California it's 18 across the board yeah for everything for everything you can be an 18 year old senator of California right wait wait, wait wait in in the state of California or in the federal like in, in the in the state of California, everything, every last. So it doesn't matter if you're actually representing federally. Or I mean, there's the state. like Wisconsin's the same way. Too. There's a few of these states. Um, Ohio. I wasn't sure if it was just different. If you're like no, you, like, you know, like, like a, but you know, but I like to I like to figure, you know. I like to trash on them for a bit. But yeah, it's like thirty is like the fucking. Um, well, because when I was living in California, is one is when I had like real political aspirations because I wanted to be the first black president. Like literally, this is like years ago and then like correction Paul, black and asian president <laughs> true true and then huey uh, from the boondocks <laughs> e- either either way motherfucker i would be one of the first to go if the kkk came around so <laughs> but uh what's it called and then 
I found out you could be 18. I was like, oh, shit, I could be 18 and run for governor. This is awesome. And then politics suck. <laughs> yeah, they're boring as fuck. And you have to, you know, have connections in order to even get considered. Mm-hmm. So, it, 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 you know. And you got to know how to play golf. Okay. Like, I, I tried and I got yelled at by a dude because I, like, hit, like, 12 balls into a lake. He's like, are you going to hurry up? I'm like, man, I just want to wrap this golf club around his head. <laughs> Like, but this is how I know I'm not going to ever be a fucking, you know, politician. But even with like, we're talking ages, then we're talking term limits, and then wrapping back to the original question of religion. If you put term limits and age limits on, most of our religion, like deep religion, religious candidates wouldn't be there anymore. Because again, the younger crowd you get, the less religious you're getting uh, with per generation nowadays. Yeah, I mean, you show a seven-year-old ass-fucking, they're like, what the fuck is this? I never got to do this in my life. I, what the fuck are you showing a seven-year-old ass-fucking? You, I, I've never done that because I know they wouldn't enjoy it. Unless they're like a weird, perverted old man. In that case, I'm not in their house anyway. So, or, or are you? <laughs> or am I? Like, hey, you know, Mr. Johnson, I'm here with more ass fucking videos. Finishing up the gardening today. I mean, how if, do we go to religion to ass fucking? Is it just because we're <laughs> fucking? Okay, I, I, I gave a warning at the beginning of this episode. We get way off topic. I, I understand that. Uh, <laughs> how, many, how many episodes? Like, we've done almost 40 episodes of this, Tron? Have we really? Oh my gosh, yes. I don't think we've done 40. Almost 40. I think we're on like. I think this is episode 39. Damn, you know if people quiz me on my own thing, I would have been like, I don't know, we did like 20. <laughs> yeah, you, you were here for every single... No, you weren't here for every single one of them. Um, some my wife had to like step in for. Yeah, it was his daughter and whatnot. Yeah, I mean, like that that that's fine. I'm like, let, let me like quiz her on cats or whatever. <laughs> my God, these episodes are going to suck. Ass fucking, what the fuck? But yeah, I mean, you, you show an old man, be like, dude, check this out. He's like, you need Jesus. And so, like, the older generations are more deeply religious. Like, my mama, she's super fucking religious. And, you know, she'll hear, like, my style of humor. And she'll be like, oh, no, I, I have to go. I have to go and pray to Jesus right now. I'm like, ah. I had a family member told me I need Jesus in my life. I've had strangers tell me I need Jesus in my life. I'm just like, I told people they need a healthy dose of Jesus in their life. <laughs> like, of course you colonizer fucking said that shit to someone. Yeah, you're, more you're when not, I'm serving their table and being very, very impolite to me. Yeah, they're like, you know, fucking just trashing shit and just like taking shit and throwing it beneath the table. And like, clean that up, servant. Wild. Has that ever happened to you? Uh, I've had some crazy stories as a server. Uh, I've had some s- interesting situations, um, to say the least. Like, family on Thanksgiving Day left me $2 on like a $97 bill before. I've had a lady in Olive Garden ask me for no white lettuce, and iceberg lettuce sometimes loses the green color because of what happens in nature called chlorophyll and stuff, you know, all that process and everything you just give her black lettuce well <laughs> she wanted only green lettuce she told me to pick out the white lettuce and i wasn't going to do that and she went through and started tossing the white pieces of lettuce in the air in the middle of the dining room and then proceeded to walk out of the restaurant 
this is crazy. Like, I, I feel like everyone should have to work for a job that, you know, customer service, customer service that gives you tips. I wouldn't necessarily say tips, just, just a high, no. high pace, high pace, high volume. And like, and you're busy. Like you're just, and like you not necessarily always having to say yes, but dealing with a lot of different things at the same time where like you not only have to deal with customers, but you got to help your teammates and then you got to help your other teammates and then you got to help your other teammates. Oh, I don't even think they have to do that. I think really like any customer service, whether it's a call center because people are shitty to a server where people are shitty to even at Walmart where people are shitty. <laughs> <laughs> I almost got into a call center, um, but they're like, we're going to do a marijuana ch-. I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm out of here. Bye. Bro, bro, bro. So... Oh my! Now, anyways, yeah, just just leave that alone. Like, leave identifying marks out of here. Yep. Do not say anything. It's the reason why we don't put last names here. Jesus. <coughs> so, do you think that um, we should have, you know, religion in like schools at all? If you choose to attend that school. Not necessarily public schools. Public schools are meant to be public. Well, I mean, do you think that they should uh, teach these kids about religion? Because, you know, there's certain parents that just don't want anything to do with religion. They're never going to teach their kids anything. So should, you know, there should there be curriculum where they teach the Quran, where they teach the King James Bible, where they, you know, you know, give these kids a chance if they want to get into religion. Here it is. I don't think that's up. To, I don't. I don't think that's up to public schools. I think that's up to them, like more of like a club after school kind of thing, or going to. Oh, if you're like, at that club after school, you're ain't getting ooh, pussy. All right. So, or like, or like going to like a Catholic school or a Christian school, or like going to specifically. To I, I I went to a Christian school you know? and. Uh, ooh, so Derek, me and you are going to argue on this one because I so I for as far as hardcore religion. You, if you're going to that specific type of school, yes. But I think history should teach some the base of each religion because oh, uh, during yeah. history, all a lot of the wars was in different religion names, and like you have to be able to understand it all to see what's going on. But not only that, but I I also think it should be t- uh, like lightly touched on in history. That way, like you're just not. When you are introduced to a new religion, you're not like, no, this is scary or no, this isn't real. Like you at least have some proof, like historical backing of like this type of faith. Absolutely. I 100% agree that it should be touched on in history classes. Just like all the wars should be talked about in history classes. Just like world leaders that screwed up (coughs) should be talked about in history classes. Should be talked about uh, events. 9-11 should be started to be talked about to our kids. Like, hey, man, this is a. I thought 9-11 was continuously taught but not not necessarily depends on the age group and what school you go to and well, i mean don't, don't give you know? like a three-year-old to be like <laughs> obviously hey. yeah but like you know like you're obviously when you start talking like like you said a lot of religion had to deal with a lot of the wars so a lot of the conversations are going to happen and a lot of pe- a lot of times throughout a lot of times in history some religion or race was persecuted it had a lot to do with the side that we teach about doing that or being a part of it or something like that. So I think you have to touch on this sense, but like if you want to be in a prayer group for the specific religion, or if you want to meditate or whatever your that religion specifically asks, I don't think that needs to be in your necessary, necessarily, you know, eight to four 
schooling. It should be something that you want to further because you you had an interest from one of your classes to seek it out in a sense. You know what I mean? I 100% agree. You have, you can't not teach history because we're doomed to repeat it. You know what I mean? And the more we teach them about mistakes we've made, the the better our civilization, civilization potentially should become, you know? Um, but do I think that it should be in schools, public school? I went public school. I would definitely not have gone to a religious class. If you told me I had to like say a prayer as soon as I walked in the classroom, I'm telling you right now, I'm going to the Seven Eleven and I'm grabbing a soda. <coughs> well, I mean, like not forcing these kids to do the religion. Um, like I remember in public school, we were taught about like the Jewish faith and you know the sure. fucking uh, all the you know the Rosh Hashanah or you know the, yeah, just the, that the, the, the holidays they celebrate. Yeah, yeah. And they just kind of like briefly touch, you know, like here's the dreidel and they made it out of clay. And, you know, when it's dry and ready, <laughs> it's dreidel they will play. Um, but this guy, get, <laughs> this guy gets it. <laughs> How am I outnumbered right now? <laughs> what the fuck? But, you know, like if you're being forced to do the religion, I say no. But if you are, you know, hey. Here's what Buddhism is, you know. Here's what um, the you know LDS Latter Day Saints Mormons do. Here's what Scientology is. Here's you know just you know provide me the information that I want to know. Really quickly, until you said Scientology, I keep forgetting Scientology is a religion and not just like a meme. I know what you said I, there exactly is about Scientology. I kept forgetting about it. <laughs> <laughs> just leave it at that. <laughs> Love you, Tom Cruise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, but, you know, give them the ability to, you know, make their own rational decisions. Like, when I seek out information, like, they didn't teach me about, you know, the Cambodian genocide, you know, Khmer Rouge, Pol Pot. Um, they didn't teach me about Fred Hampton and, you know, all the civil rights movements and how the Black Panthers were good. They taught me about Black Panthers, but they taught me that it was a terrorist organization and horrible. Then tell me that, oh, they were actually helping out their communities and, you know, getting... Again, I didn't know about the Rainbow Coalition until this year, which is the craziest. Do you know about the Rainbow Coalition? I've read one article about it, but nothing in depth. It was the, it was a brush over. The only reason why I know about it is because of a fucking movie yeah. of, about Fred Hampton. And now they have... But now, the crazy thing to think, and I, I have a point I want to touch on with you in a second, but to comment on this, the same thing goes is like we've now had a movement where like, I don't want to say this the wrong way, but being black's cool. You know what I mean? Like black Panther's cool. You know what I mean? Like having all these, these, this movement where (coughs) Barack Obama was cool. You know what I mean? Like his mic drop was cool. Like there's been this whole thing where now it's like, Hey, maybe people will want to spend money now to pay attention to this. Where like, you know, like if you gave, if you, you talk to people in this country and you were like, Hey man, give me one movie in the last 30 years that had a giant major black actor, they'd be like any Will Smith movie. Yep. You know what I mean? Like Will Smith or Denzel. Denzel. You know what I mean? And like, it's one of those things where like, you know, and that's crazy that there's, there's so many good actors. And like, now it's like, you finally get the attention and it's finally getting, you know, and obviously we're in February, so it's a little bit different. We're focused now and that everything, cool things come out this month all the time. You know what I mean? But it's one of those things where like, we all knew Black Panther wasn't going to get the response unless it was going to be badass. And it was badass, you know. So it take, it's one of those things where I think it takes it takes someone, you know, poking through the thick ice to really be like, you know what, this is this is the way to go. You know what I mean? And 
I think that's one of those things with that documentary that came out. And I, I've not to, on the record. I have not watched it, so I don't know anything about it just yet. But I want to watch it, and I've heard the Patrice O'Neill documentary. I've ton, a ton about it, and I've listened to other podcasts and people on the radio about it. So I definitely want to check it out. But it's one of those things where I just don't. You put that out, even in the even in 2010s, I don't even think we talk about it now. Right. You know what I mean? I don't think it gets. I don't think it's that well done. <coughs> you know, I think it's looked over in a sense. You know, and I it sucks to say shit like that. You know. Yeah. But to your point. Where like the introductory thing, I think that if if the if there is a touch of that kind of thing, uh, I think it has to wait until they have the freedom to choose which path they want to go. I would say high, mi- high school, college. Yeah, well, I'd you know say middle I mean? school, high school, um, and then they have to. Yeah, you know, the parents have to sign off a waiver. Oh, okay. okay. Sa- same okay. thing as like you know sex okay. ed. Sure. Um, that way, if the parents do not want their kids, you know, learning about these other religions or whatever, I don't want you to be tainted or drawn away from, you know, our, you know, God or whatever, whatever they're just, so the parents are still in control. Cause I, you know, I, I'm a big advocate for parents and have, you know, parents having the power. Um, like I never want to take you know shout Tron. Out, shout out to parents having control. Shout well, out. No time out. I, I, I would never want to time out because the argue point. Like no, you should not be able to opt your kid out of sex ed. That's a fucking life thing that like every person middle, should middle know. Middle school and middle school. What's up? Should be a middle school education. No, no, he's. Uh, I'm he, saying it should be part. My personal opinion should be part of it. Should be part of middle yes. school. Yes. yes. And I think religion. If you are going to uh, depend on the state to raise your kids, then they should be uh, exposed to as much of different things in the world as possible. If you, as a parent, don't want them to be exposed to that, either don't put them in public school or talk to them after school like a real fucking parent, and then you'll be able to go ahead and still have some sort of influence on your child. But if you're going to go to public school and you're depending on your teachers to, uh, what's it called, teach your child and like raise your children, then they should be disposed to as much as possible because then it will stop the ignorance of uh, what the world is right now. Because all the world is is just in your individual camps because you as an adult get to choose what your kids are are taught instead of you as an adult and your kids in school learning as much as possible, as many things as possible. Well, I mean, like, uh, you know, if you teach kids about, like, the Holocaust, for instance, you can tell them to your blue in the face all the atrocities that happened in the Holocaust. But if you show them fucking like videos and photos of what truly happened in the Holocaust and fucking, you know, hundreds of fucking naked dead Jews just killed for no good reason, you know, it, that hits a whole lot harder, but it is graphic and it is not for everybody. Okay, if you're talking, like, the atrocity-wise and stuff, there's still ways to teach kids, like, younger without showing them the bodies. Instead of showing the bodies, uh, they have plenty of of photos showing the shoes and the bags and stuff like that. Yeah, but going to, like, the Holocaust Museum is a much different thing. Like, going to, like, the holes in the ground where the Twin Towers used to be. I've been there. Uh I'm like, oh, wow, this is a whole lot different than, you know, just seeing a picture of it. You guys ever been to the Holocaust Museum? No, no, it's wild. Like it, I, I went there three times now. Of course, you white man went. I mean, I, I used to live outside DC. What do you want from me? I, I, yeah, I, I didn't. Like, I don't know, but it doesn't <laughs> surprise me for some reason. I mean, I've, I've been to the Smithsonian like a million times. I've been to the Smithsonian once. Yeah. Like I, I was. It's, at a, it's eerie. It like 
I the, sorry to interrupt you, but, yeah. but the Holocaust Museum, it's one of those like that you just you walk through some of the displays <laughs> and me who has been and done a ton of research and an enthusiast of World War Two and everything about it. The Nazi side, you know, the Italian side, you know, what they were doing in different countries and what was happening behind the scenes with how they were killing all these Jews so fast and how well organized it was and how crazy of a thing like it, it it's like you know, you think about like I hate to reference, but like Pablo Escobar never would have been as good of a drug dealer if we had the technology of this day. Like you never would have gotten away with a mass genocide like that if we had the ability to fly planes as far as we do nowadays. You know what I'm saying? So it's one of those things where like it's like crazy to see something so organized and such a vast thing that when they start throwing numbers around and start showing you like images of like it wasn't just this town, it wasn't just this town, it wasn't just this town. They pretty much turned Pablo Escobar yeah, he, he never would have gotten away with it. Think about how all the different the heat seeking stuff we have now, the tap lines we have now, the ability for radar, GPS, uh, flight I'm logs. Like, yeah, he just did a bunch of like cocaine stuff and like killed a few people. What he was like, he literally brought genocide to Colombia. If you were in the eight, early eighties, late seventies, early eighties of Colombia, you got through your twenties, you were like a god. He ruined millions of people's lives because they're all the people that he killed. I mean, Columbia. like the cartels in general. But. Yeah, I'm just saying, like technology-wise, he would never gotten away with it. Just like Hitler would never been able to get away with what he did if they had the technology like today. Yeah, heat-seeking missiles. Well, that and just you know, a plane can fly from multiple countries in a day now. Where back then you could fly a plane maybe 200, 200 miles, two hundred fifty miles ish. You know. Oh Jesus! Think about that. You know, it's crazy. You know, it wasn't until the end of the war that we were take we were making our flight from the middle of Pacific to Japan. And that was 500 miles, and that plane wasn't guaranteed to make it back <laughs> after they dropped the bomb. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, the Japanese were like, yeah, we're just going to go right They didn't in. even give up after one. That's the crazy thing. Shout out to those guys. Yeah, well, I mean, like, they, they fucking gave their life for, like, for the emperor. And, you know, I've actually been to Pearl Harbor, too. And I'm like, oh, wow, that actually, you know, hits a whole lot harder. Yep. That's what I'm saying. Going there hits harder, you know, um... But yeah, I. It's one of those. So, so with that said, though, like even like bringing it back with what y'all just said about how it hits harder. So as a young adult growing up, the more you are exposed to different religions, the more you wouldn't be afraid. So like in school, I know we don't teach the Christian Bible, but we teach a lot of the Christian like values and stuff, yeah. right? And we don't just oh, like talk about it. We just taught. So like in school, if we continue with the christian values just go ahead and leave it right but we introduced what how uh, what uh hinduism is what the quran is what uh all those other religions are then when they are adults after high school and college and they're in, after that impressionable years they aren't as uh like drawn towards one religion and one team it's more of like I could understand it's more of an empathy type thing where they could accept where I think like where we are now in like current U S politics, all of this religious hoopla over like Christians versus Muslims. Like that's not even like a real thing. We're in 2020 dude, like or 2021. Let's get the fuck over that shit. <laughs> so I definitely, definitely agree. Uh, I also think that I think sometimes we overlook how similar the basis of being part of those religions are similar to all of them. them. Be a good person. 
be a good neighbor. <coughs> don't kill. Don't steal. Don't cheat. Like a lot of those cross over into a lot of the same religions. They just branch off into a little bit more of their like own perspective or what you want, you know, like their own opinion, so to speak, of what they believe the follower of the goddess. You know what I mean? Where like you can be a good Buddhist and have a lot of the same traits as a good Christian, so to speak. So you know check I mean? it out. Here's my wild theory, right? So I'm not saying Christian Christianity is the right religion or any religion is the right religion, right? I do believe there was one person with one message. And he went around talking about all his the messages, right? Yeah. And name, then, name then it became like how you how in school when you play the telephone game, you have your original thing of like what the core was, but then it just spreads into like different like sects and like it becomes like Christianity and absolutely Muslim and like Judaism yep. and all that stuff. So I think all religion based from like one person and like it just telephoned out that weird way i I heard uh something that the muslims were responsible for the uh all the religions staying there because they were like burning all the bibles and burning all their other religions and like they were keeping all these religions safe heard and i'm like you know that's pretty cool if, if they would do that or i'm pretty sure they did and I, I know people from these different religions, but pretty much 9-11 fucked it up for, you know, anyone that, you know, was brown, wore a turban, anything. They're like, I'm chic. It's like, we don't care. And it's that ignorance that doesn't know the difference between, you know, Muslim and chic or why they wear the turbans or anything like that. They're like, oh, look at that stupid towel head. And... It, it just it, it ran the public opinion away from the idea of ever wanting to even explore that religion. That's fair. I mean, like it's also media, though. Yeah, I don't disagree with your opinion, and I don't disagree with your thought on that. But I think that, like, when you're fighting a war, we're only going to portray what we want to see that's right in the war. So if we're fighting, Muslims, sheiks. We're, Exactly. Who knows we're fighting? You know what I mean? Yeah. They're, all, they're all portrayed as one thing, as the person that wears something on their head. You yeah. know? Uh, it's one of those things where, like, we're – so for someone as impressionable as, you know, a 8 through 15-year-old, even into high school, you know, think about how many people you know, at least I know, that joined up for the military on 9-11. Yeah. Because of that. I tried. You know what I mean? I, I was, My parents were like, hey, man, you're going to go in. You know? My sister went in. Not right then and there, but she went in, you know. That day I tried. Omar like, did. Legitly, Our I friend tried. Omar did. Yeah. You know, he, he literally signed up from a different country and was like, hey, I'm either going to become a citizen of America or go join the military forces so I can be a citizen forever. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's what he did. So, but I think it goes back to where I think, you know, you're, you're saying like, hey, we need to expose them at a certain age. But like, I think that. Unfold- wait, wait, I didn't say a certain age. I think we should expose to them as young as possible. Right. Let's sorry, start. Sorry, sorry. Let's start from elementary school yeah. and start exposing. Well, kind of like how like the Veggie Tales do. Yeah. yeah. And we're like, well, in the sense where like growing on that, where you like, uh, where you're saying like how now it's would be really hard to implement something like that because we've had 20 years of a war that our country really hasn't backed. Well, if you if we're talking to real of trying to implement it now, I understand how hard it is because 
we're still trying to implement equal rights right yeah. now. Yep. Yeah. And I'm not even talking race. I'm not even talking sex. Yep. I'm just talking equal rights yep. in general. Yep. So, like, yeah, I understand, like, it's hard to do it. But if we're the best society, if America is number one, we shouldn't have a problem with trying to fix it. So I actually 100% agree with you that, on that, you know. Um, one thing I, I want to go back to about you said, um, you know, uh, you were talking about uh, kids and growing up and like uh, giving them like rational thoughts and stuff like that. And like, do you really think giving them the choice early on to be like, I want to go check out this religion or I want to go check out this religion? Like, do you think you can really trust their decision in, in knowing? Well, I mean, right from wrong and you know, let them dip their you know toes into it. Like, uh, do you remember like way back in the day, like probably like 20 years ago, there's like this little, uh, little kid, like maybe like eight years old, six pack shredded. Do you remember that kid? And like, he was on like the news everywhere. And like, people were like, oh no, his parents got him into that. And it's like his parents introduced I think him he to was a boxer. I think he was like a little kid boxer or something like that. Yeah. Cause well, his dad was in the sports. And yeah. He was I just think yeah, with his but, dad. Yeah, yeah. But he, he had like a six pack and he was fucking cut. I'm like, holy shit. You know, stop looking that good. Pedophiles are going to get way too excited. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, it, his parents, you know, introduced it to him. And you know, he like, if he decided he didn't want to do that, he could have backed out and, you know, give the kid, you know, an opportunity, like being in a religion, you can easily back out. Like most people I know, they got hardcore into a religion and they're like, okay, I got what I needed out of it. All right, I'm out, you know, type shit. I mean, that's kind of how, kind of what I did. I yeah, think. that's exactly what I did. I'm like, okay, I'm homeless. I fucking need some food. I need, you know, just something. I need a little bit of support. And I got that. And then, okay, I'm back up on my feet. I'm doing good. All right, I'm fucking out of here. So with that statement yeah. real quick, because – you make a very good, valid point because I I went super deep in religion uh, when I was sixteen through like seventeen. The good salt, I guess, end of fifteen through seventeen. Yeah. Um. And when you say that they get what you they need and then they back out, I think actually when they're looking for religion, they're looking for more of a sense of community and self. Uh, like more or less when you guys, when I think about that, cause that's what I was looking for when I was in, uh, when I was super into religion, I was looking for a sense of community and sense of like who I am. Never even thought of it that way until that statement. That's who I was too. That's trash. Camera. That's how I was when I went looking for it. Um, you know, I was really looking for just, uh, be more po- a positive situation. You know, uh, family wasn't around wasn't doing really well at work. I hated working at rock bottom at the time. Probably shouldn't have said the company name on this, but that's okay. <laughs> uh, you He's know. good at editing it out if you really want yeah, to edit it I, out. It's all good. Um, He's already <laughs> mentally looking at the yeah, time yeah. for it. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, um, it, this was, it, it was, you know, and I got a lot out of it. You know, um, I felt more connected to people. I felt more connected to my roommates. I felt more connected to work. I felt less connected to stress. I could feel like I just, it was almost like a reset, you know, it was, yeah. it was in that sense. But, you know, and one thing I like to comment on that is, isn't it weird that when you're homeless that you can always turn to some sort of church or synagogue or place that you can go and like, those dudes will help you. Well, whether they speak your language or not, or whether they believe in your beliefs, those dudes that, I mean, at least I've, when I've knocked at different places, 
like I've always been helped. No yeah, matter, like, no, matter, like, no matter what. It, it depends on like you know if you're willing to help yourself. Yes. Like, because if you're like, I just I just want to get free money and continue to do heroin and no, not like that. Well, you know, I, I have mixed feelings on that too. Because like, again, just as uh, everything in life, nothing's so black and white. Everything's more in a gray area. So with that statement, right? Yes, your uh, actual buildings, the actual area. Yes, they will help you. But like, you have a lot of shitty people that say they're a part of a religion that have like no like doesn't even act on that belief at all like they show nothing like you could be down on your luck and you could just ask for help and they could look at you with the absolute most contempt and just continue to walk on like you're nothing or even worse berate you for it and like again that that's what turned me off to religion was seeing how like hypocritical people could be with that and like with that same statement and like going back to bring it back to the actual topic too uh that's why i don't like religion and politics because like you could look at the uh, republican party now right uh, full of morals full of the religion uh like God, morals, guns. That's what the Republican Party is supposedly supposed to be known for. But you, then you see them at like through the Obama administration and be like, well, this, they wouldn't do this, da da da. Specifically mentioning Lindsey Graham. And then uh, when during this uh, shout out, <laughs> during this uh, administration, they're complete opposites, and they're like, well, da da da. It's, it's just it. Religion and politics should not be, it should not be there, especially in the U.S. Like you, I think if you were like, I believe in God and God chooses all my, or sets my rules, that should be a disqualifier for a politician. Because again, you were supposed to have separation of church and state. And yes, church helps and it's supposed to be there. Like we just said in that yeah. other thing, but like the institution of the church helps the individual of the church does not. So with the institution of the church, uh, yes, it's a good thing, but the individual of the church and our politics is bad. I think. So, do you think that you know we should have a um, a metric to see if a decision made by a politician, a leader, uh, whatever, um, had religious influence on it? Being like, I don't want um, you know, like the Muslim ban, for instance. That's that's a perfect example that Donald Trump had. Well, well, arguing that though, like with a metric, right? So. Two things with the metric. Uh, one, you can't really put a metric on that. Like, how are you going to identify that? But that's also part of why uh, the U.S. politics, and I'm doing air quotes because our listeners can't hear it or see it, but uh, our U.S. politics should work by, oh, well, I don't believe in this or I don't think this is a good idea. Well, I do, and they debate it, right? Yeah. Well, like, if they don't bring up religion, then it should be a debate. If they bring up religion in it, then it automatically should be a disqualifier. And, like, that's where I think the metrics should stop is right there. If the politician is like, uh, yes, this is for my religious beliefs. Example, like you said, the Muslim ban. Yeah. Yes, that should automatically be a disqualifier now how they said it after that that got it legally passed through uh the courts after the battles of it and then changing the verbiage then yes that should be argued in the court of law but or in uh our government but should not be disqualified because it's not based off direct religion and again i know i'm pulling hairs here but like yeah if it has 
anything to do with religion. Abortion. If you disagree with abortion because of religion, then you then you should not make that law. Sorry, your opinion of this law is now disqualified. Now, if you don't believe in abortion because it affects the economy and this is your proof of it, then yes, we should argue this. Be more like a jury. Yeah. Well, no, not a jury, but like we should argue this because, again, Senate and then the House, they go off of argument of their well, opinion. Well, I, I just I meant I'm not like if you have that opinion, you just don't get to vote in a sense of like if like if you as a jury have if, – if you're a racist, they're not going to let you in a jury that's involving a black guy. You right. know what I'm saying? Like if you have an opinion – if your religious beliefs are preventing you from making an actual educated opinion or it, your religious beliefs are – preventing you from seeing the other side of this vote you shouldn't be allowed to vote just, yeah, just like just like from- just like on the jury if you're part of the jury and you're pre- something you believe in is preventing you from seeing the case equally you don't even get to you know what i'm saying that kind of thing yeah it keeps you from being object- objective yeah and uh, you're just like okay i'm gonna see my way and my way only and <clears throat> but yeah we, we should have you know a board that every decision is run through and if they can find, you know, relig- like religious influence, like obvious religious influence, <coughs> so they'd have to like, you know, go through extra hoops in order to create laws. But so everything has to go through and make this has this religious influence. You're like, we want to get rid of uh, this, you know, we want to stop Westboro Baptist Church um, from protesting because we don't like the religion it's like you can't but if they do something illegal then yeah arrest them so like it's just you know i don't like abortion because i believe every life is you know made by god it's like okay that one kick it out it's you know religious you know i i i want to but yeah at the same time I, i feel like um if you pray five times a day, you know, you should be able to, you know, do that and be like, we need to, you know, have time open for people at work to pray five times a day. You know, it does have that religious, but it's like, that's a, you know, a good reason for it. So the board can pass that one through. But I think the more like the example you gave, that's more of like, I know this sounds stupid, but I don't have like, a better example but it would be like similar to like an ada or fmla type thing where like be uh it should be legally put oh yeah no like that, it, if like, you need to pray five times a day and you need to pray at the middle of your work you get to pray at the middle of your work if they fire you for it guess what you're being discriminated against for your religion but if i create a religion that's like i need to fucking take a break every five minutes and we get an hour off we can only work five minutes at a time and we get an hour off and we can do whatever we want and this is my religion i get hired at a company with this religion intact and it's like and then they fire me and i'm like ada and you know whatever that's kind of a shitty thing to do it's like yeah your religion is brand new kind of fake you made it to be lazy that's just taking advantage of the system i think that well, it 100 is it is 100 taking advantage of the system tricking them being like check it out because like the pastafarians got a religion I mean, jedis are religion no offense shout out to the jedis what what 
Sith all day, every day. Boom. <laughs> it's like the, third, the only it's like religion. The number three religion in Australia, I think. <laughs> I just might go become a Sith now. Be like, be like a weird guy, like points like all five fingers at someone. I'm like I'm shooting lightning at you. They're one of two countries that don't have issues with COVID right now. Australia and New Zealand. Um, the reason why Australia doesn't have issues with COVID is because the animals there are too dangerous to actually get it. <laughs> like the COVID's like, oh, I don't. What is that? It's hissing at me. How does it see me? It's like I, I'm I not... think it's even funnier. COVID comes up to Australia, and Australia's like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, Crikey, you they're call like, that danger? They're like, <laughs> you do realize you have to cross a desert to get to the other side, right? <laughs> or spend ten days going going around the coast. Like the COVID got up, you know offended because like australians are just calling it cunt over and over again <laughs> yeah get out of here cunt ah fuck you cunt the prime minister came out drink more fosters <laughs> <coughs> it's not australia's doing better than america and, and then uh, new zealand um they closed their borders they did? yeah new zealand shut it down nice they still haven't opened back up yet they're only getting their shipments in like deliveries from the ports that's it that's the only issues they have well, New Zealand also took their contract uh, tracing and other stuff super serious. We're like, yep. yo, you you got it. Sorry. Shut You're, it down. Yep, shut it down indeed. For like a month. Don't even come back. We'll do your work for you. Yeah. But but we'll pay you. Yeah. They took care of everybody. But they also only have 380,000 <coughs> people in the whole country. So let's be real here. That's not even this. That's not even Colorado Springs anymore. Time out. Time out. Time out. Time the fuck out. Because everyone who always brings us up pisses me the fuck off. Okay. If we took ten percent of our military budget for one year, ten percent for one year, we could have paid all our citizens to stay home. I believe it. All I, I don't disagree with that. The, then who would pay the military? Ten percent. <laughs> we would build one less bomb or one less jet. But we need those. How are we going to bomb Syria? See, Joe Biden couldn't have, like, he spent all of our uh, $1,400 to build a bomb to throw onto Syria. Take that. I am, okay. So, again, we're being famous with our fucking podcast and going way off subject here. So, yay. Go go us. (laughs) But fucking, this is... This Joe Biden's presidency, as short as it's been already, is proof of why Democrats lose all the fucking time as well. So Republicans, they don't have any popular opinions, and Democrats are fucking worthless spy, uh, like spineless cowards. So we're not getting a stimulus. Do not. Oh, we're no, 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 no. Oh, time out. Time out. Time out. Time out. Time out. So we we still will get it, but pro- probably not till March or April. And the issue with that is like so again. Democrats, why not just pass it separately and then t- debate on the uh, $15 minimum wage and all the other stuff in the stimulus package? Understand that. But people were like, whoa, they do nothing Democrats. We also fucking passed the stimulus package with just pay back in May of last year. And that was shot down in the Senate because of Mitch. I mean, never we got four years to, to work on the minimum wage thing. I know we need it now, but we have his whole presidency. Right. You know and, and this is what makes me so mad about Democrats is like they sh- they're they always talking about the party of the people. And, yes, they try to do everything better for society, but they never pass any of their policies because they're fucking idiots on how they do it. They're bad at politics and it doesn't make So they shoot for sense. the moon instead of like getting on the rocket ship first. Yeah, it's it's so frustrating. And this is and then again, like, say, ready to launch, 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 ready to launch. 
We're doing it, you know? And, and it's the same as what I talked about with, like, the Republicans uh, using, like, the do-nothing Democrats for the stimulus and it's wrong. And, like, the, this is proving it. They're going to use this Joe Biden's first hundred days as proof that he's a bad president and his argument against him. And it's dumb. That's my soapbox rant. Honestly, I'm surprised, I'm surprised you survived this song. I know you, you are. You are still under the impression that Kamala Harris is going to be president. She me, is. Me and you have already down. talked about this. Did it hand down off your soapbox, or are you able to make it down? Step, step down by yourself. <laughs> please help me. <laughs> please, please, sir. Please, please come help me, sir. <laughs> so, so which would you rather have, Joe Biden as a president, or you have to give a hundred white boys uh, um, N-word cards? What? Or, I would have Joe Biden as president. What? <laughs> We were we were real close at one point in time to having Nancy Pelosi take over there for a little while. Let's be real here. Yeah, yeah, that would have been bad too. I don't like I I hate all our politics or politicians. There's only two I like, and everyone's going to be like, "Oh yeah, that's because you're a leftist, whatever." But it's because they actually stand behind what they believe. He's like, I, really I like Gary Johnson and AOC. <laughs> Gary Johnson because he likes the weed. <laughs> wow. AOC because she's hot. Bernie, because that nigga's been to jail and his shows in black and white pictures uh, defending, like, civil rights, which is true. How do you and know then, if he wasn't just, like, a chronic masturbator back in the day, just beating off and then, like, arresting him and be like, look, he's getting arrested that for women's rights. That would be the craziest open secret that ever happened for the I mean, He does cross ever. his legs. He's like, mm, just, just wow. don't think about it, Bernie. Put on mittens. Put and on I, mittens. Okay, I we're like, good. I like AOC because she actually comes from the people. She comes from the port. She was a bartender. Uh, like, th- she was a female bartender. Let's get honest. They get ma- paid more. Shout out to the female bartenders. They get paid more, but they deal with so much more shit. Oh, they do. Bartenders. But you know, like I-, I don't know if like there's a friendly female bartender. <laughs> hold up, hold up. Wait, what do you? What's the shrug for, Derek? Uh, I'll tip her more. Are you saying the female bartenders? Oh, wait, we're just going to go with harassment and like what they have to do with on a mental level. You you don't think they deal with depends depends on where they work. Yeah, if it's an Applebee's, they're not getting their ass slapped. But if they're working on a dive bar, <sighs> I have to clean up these fucking peanuts off the ground. Do you know how many old people go into Applebee's just to hit on the waiters? <laughs> they're waiters. I've I'm never. Saying, you know, you work at a lower end. Turn it. Oh. Oh, yeah, that's L- your lower end. Uh, I did the same thing. Yeah, lower end, like you know, chain restaurant. Like, won't say any names, you know, but you know what I'm talking about. Places like that, Waffle House, um, Hooters, uh, you know, uh, places like that. You're definitely going to get heckled, and you're definitely going. But you go to places where it's a little bit more fine dining, and they can look a little bit nicer in their outfits, and they can be a little bit more elegant in their flair of how they deliver their dishes and stuff like that i think they get treated better with their tips okay time out and and that's and I'm, that's my only argument Ro- okay so then rephrase statement <laughs> Revi- <laughs> re- revise right it it depending on the tier level restaurant you are in because e- even as a server like yeah. you but you, you know work- what i'm saying yeah 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 if i'm yeah. in a five star- i don't disagree with you you're absolutely right because i've worked at places where i'm like i have to watch the dude and be like yo Come on, guy. Like, I'll help you for the rest of the night, kind of thing. You know what I mean? Or like, I've had to protect my female bartenders as a manager. You know what I mean? Yeah. That, that kind of thing. But at the same time, I've also had to deal with like some of the most unruly and not wanting to listen 
females I've ever dealt with in the industry before ever as a bartender. You know what I mean? So like I definitely see it, but like you in the lower end, yes. The way you just say that though is so it sounds sexist. I know yeah. you're not. No, <laughs> but you know, but it's just it's because like I'm. I hate to use the term caring, but like just or bitches, like just a bitch, like you know people. The word up, you're looking for suck. is cunt, but yeah. they just suck. You know, people just do that. You know, they just come up and just act that way. Now at the same time, though, I think I think the difference too is that I think men are trained more growing up with if like me i have three sisters are trained more to deal with it in a sense where women will be more vocal about their situations and make a scene where like if if a, if a, if a dude's like heckling a girl she's going to come to the other guy employees and let us know that that old dude's being gross where like if a dude like me went to a group of girls and was like these bitches over here are being bitches you know what i mean They'd be like, meh, you're probably just not doing a good job. <laughs> okay, you know what I'm saying? Right, like, well, that's like, the ki- that kind of shit. You know what I'm saying? I, Where I, I think we hear, I think we dive into because I think, and like, this is kind of, kind of, kind of like a, a correlation with the, the, the religion thing where I think, you know, we look at, you know, sex in, in the in, in service industry and stuff like that, that, you know, you don't see it as much as you see male on female abuse sexual abuse compared to female and male abuse reversed like you don't see it as much where it could technically be such be a thing or as like apparent in the the same scenarios but it's kind of dumbed down because it's just like oh well she's just raising her voice at that male where like in a sense where what are we doing when we talk down to females in a sense where we're just raising our voices but yet that could be sexual abuse or you know verbal abuse in a sense where why are we being verbally abused in that reverse you know what i mean well this is this brings up to like last podcast where me and him were talking about like just barriers and um like i think there's a lot of things that need to be taken away i can't think of like the exact worded verbiage right now but like the example we used was like a dude cannot open a daycare because he is already looked on as like it's a negative thing where a female could open a daycare and immediately be trusted and yeah that dude would have to have some sort of like background info like here are my like yeah i'm a doctor with like because i like well i mean mean, it'd be like a reference like if if tron here was to open up a daycare i'd completely like if i had a kid i'd completely trust him i've seen him with kids you know, I've but seen, most females wouldn't be, or most people wouldn't, because yeah, they mo- don't most know people, me. yeah, they don't know you. Just, but if there is, if you know, if three of their friends, you know, like had kids at your daycare, and then they're like, "Hey, you can drop your kid off here. He won't, you know, touch your kid or anything weird." And, <laughs> wow, that's a way to sell it. <laughs> See you at nine, dear Johnny. <laughs> I mean, but th- th- that's seriously a Thanks, worry. <laughs> that's seriously a worry, I feel, of a lot of parents is, is my kid, you know, going to be safe with this other adult? Right. You know, like if you had to, you know, take your daughter to a daycare um, and you just saw someone like me, hey, how's it going, Tron? My nigga, Long it, hair, I, bearded. My nigga, it was really hard for me to drop off of the daycare i was like the typical woman at the daycare like dropping off where i drop off and i'll or whatever I'm, we're I'm, gonna yeah i'm, bl- I'm blurping it, it yep uh but i drop her off and then i would call every hour be like are we not supposed to curse okay? on this no I, uh, I draw my daughter's name oh yeah yeah 
No. I was like, I was like, what is? Yep, what no. did we say? <laughs> <laughs> well, see, that's how because it's just a conversation. So, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, I dropped my daughter off at the uh, daycare, and then I would I would be calling every hour, and my ex would be like, "God, you didn't when get your you, panties out of a twist." <laughs> when you edit this, can you edit in something for that name that's like hilarious, like, like, like some big, like, like, like Big Joe, or like. You know what I mean? Like something really funny, like a funny nickname for something. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I dropped, I dropped uh, fast moving Carl off at the daycare. <laughs> I, I just a like the flavor, you know, Spice I mean, it up I mean usually I just blank it out. I'm like, boop, you know, but I think the difference is too, where like for me, like I would don't would necessarily not trust a guy. Cause I've been around you and I've been around, you know, yeah. Our ex-friend and, you know, some other people and stuff like that. But, like, if I roll up to a, a dude's... If the address said a dude's house, I'm not dropping my kid off. But if I rolled up to a house that was a woman, I'd be like, oh, she probably has a big yard. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what, that's what I was like, talking There's no way this girl has a dungeon. You know what I mean? Like, but at the same time, like, what's the difference? You know what I mean? We're like, for me, but I also, like, as I became a parent, you know, uh, I, I feel like this is what happened, like... With the kids that, like drop their ho- kids off at like Ghislaine Maxwell's house, so, like, oh, my kid will be safe. <laughs> Jeffrey Epstein's around the corner, but yes, there's another one. <laughs> really quickly, what I was twelve, maybe I was fifteen. One argument with my dad, but I was talking like defending Michael Jackson and everything, and I was like, Dad, 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 are you, would you let me and my sister stay the night over there? Hell no. Well then, why why are you defending this man? <laughs> He's a good parent. <laughs> He's just trying to do his parental right, you know. But but I, like for me, as I became a parent, like I don't I don't do something without doing research. And I don't even buy a pair of pants without looking up at least a review about them. You know what I mean? I don't even buy a pair of shoes. Shit, I go find socks that have at least a decent review on Amazon. You're so Caucasian. I, I am, but <laughs> I didn't um, even know you had a kid. Yeah, but I but I, I just don't want to have like I just don't want like I wouldn't want to make a mistake like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because like like I was in I was in a car accident one time with my dog in the back, and I wanted to kill that dude. He re, he barely even reared me, like barely scratched my. I was yelling at this man. I was like, my dog's in the car. I'll kill you. Like you know what I mean? And the guy was like, "I'm sorry, man. Like I barely tapped your bumper." And he was like, "Absolutely right." I was like, "But I cared about that thing so much." You know what I mean? And then the cops shot, shoot, shot up, or showed up and shot him. Yeah, I, that guy. That didn't happen. But <laughs> he was a black you know, guy. See, like, bang, bang. thank God. You know why even say that? You know, but that kind of thing is one of those. Uh, is one of the, like I don't do purchases or even anything in my life without. I don't go hike anymore without researching the trail. You know, in case I get lost. You know, I just take those steps to not make poor decisions. And the parents that make poor decisions when their kids and things happen to their children, it's thrown. It's and bringing that like with that statement back to the original conversation. This is why I think religion should be taught openly in school from the very beginning. And again, not religion, but like just aspects of everything. Because then, as a parent. You should be talking to your child every day. So if you are not talking to your child and your child has questions about religions, unfortunately, again, I don't hate on any parent for their way they're parenting, but you are failing your child at that point. And I think if you're a parent and you believe in a certain thing, 
uh, I think you have learned in your life that just because you believe in it and you want it doesn't mean it's the right thing or you're going to get it. You know what I mean? And I think that's a, you have to, in you know, that goes along with, Hey, my son or daughter may, you know, like this sports team and that, and then that may turn into them wanting to move to that part of the country. And that may turn into them learning a new thing while they're there. And I may not accept that or like it, but I like them and I love them. And I'm going to, you know, be open to that. And, you know, I, my dad didn't know how to play golf, thought it was a dumbest sport, but I loved it because my grandfather loved it and I played with him all summer. So my dad learned how to play it. You know what I mean? And it was one of those things where like, if your son or kid are into it, it's not that hard to pick it up or at least show interest. So it looks like, Hey, you're not telling them you're not indirectly being negative about it because you're not showing interest in it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that goes a long way. <laughs> I get cocky at golf because I think I know how to hold the, uh, the thing. but uh our conversation just now though gave me an epiphany moment i think those uh parents tell me that uh take their kids out of sex ed and stuff like that it's not it's not even about their kid it's more about their own power trip insecurity and i i think they're uh, part of that uh that power trip is like yo i have this kid this kid's going to do everything i want this kid is a mini me it is not its own person yeah they're steering their life yeah and it's in this their own insecurities where like they may not be comfortable having those hard conversations because they've sheltered and avoided the conversations with their kids. You know what I mean? Like, or they've tried to steer them away from having an open mind to tough situations. And then with the same, like we're uncomfortable situations. Right. And with our topic on hand, um, that same thing with our religious politicians, like, again, that's why it shouldn't be in politics because they're treating uh, American society as their children and they know what's right with because of religion. And again, that's just a weird, really weird epiphany. Uh, it, it's not even that far off. No, you're right. You're absolutely right. But I think also, I think if anything showed the last, <laughs> I would say since, probably since 2016, and I said this a couple months, maybe about a month ago now, this whole GameStop revolution in the stock market and stuff like that. This is the most united our country has been since 2016 when uh, the first time we had a chance to vote against Trump. We were also really united on uh, Tiger King. I've never even We were more united in the beginning of the, of the pandemic, and that was the only cool thing going on. Okay, Listen, it was Korean baseball and, and Tiger King at that point in time. I still haven't seen Tiger King. I, just, I haven't either. I've watched one episode. It looks cool. Yeah, I'm like... I watched all the way up to the girl, pump. got her arm ripped off by the eaten by the tiger, and then she went back to work and was like, oh, I love this job. And this, the guy, he, you know what his response is when she got her Capitalism. Rip, arm, arm, arm ripped off? His response is like, I'm never going to financially recover from this. <laughs> yeah, it's a meme now. Uh, but no, like, I, I kind of referenced the thing, too, with, like, like the Tiger King and like cyberpunk. I was so pumped for that game to come out and the social media destroyed it. I haven't even finished the game. I have, I haven't finished the game. I haven't gotten past okay, the, 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 the turn back. <laughs> really quickly though. <laughs> Fuck you. It looks 
phenomenal on PlayStation 5. Still does not look as good as it was, uh, what's it called, originally marketed. (laughs) But when you come from PlayStation 4 to the PlayStation 5 and play it, it's a great game. So fuck you with saying that I have because fuck you. (laughs) I I, I, I was allowed to. I just kind of like got burned out by it. Back to you with the PlayStation 4. I understand. Fuck you with PlayStation 5. (laughs) (laughs) Look at it right there. It's so sleek. Mm, So so white. With a nice... Black I saw one day. <laughs> it's like it a is, reverse Oreo. It is reverse Oreo. <laughs> Those are special. They only come around every now and again. Wow. They just put out gluten-free Oreos. Shout out to gluten-free. Are, are you like gluten allergic or something? No, that's my job. Yeah. yeah. Bro, I, w- I, got I distribute a... gluten-free beer. I went to oh, the... I'm like, yeah. Oreos. I'm like, yeah. you have nothing I got some of the Lady Gaga Oreos, and I was highly disappointed. Were they like confetti? No, so it was like they're bright pink and they were like green on the inside, right? They're they're fucking the yellow Oreos. They're the golden Oreos, just different. Oh, color. Just I thought it was the- going to be a different flavor and everything. Nope, just fucking. I thought it was at least going to be like a strawberry Oreo. You know what I mean? Yeah. Nope. It's all all it is is the fucking golden Stupid. Oreo. So, yeah, I mean, they, they question her. It's like, what do you have to say about this Lady Gaga? And she's like, put poker face, put poker face. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but no, so I the, the company I work for, uh, we brewed a beer and we used 35 pounds of <coughs> gluten-free Oreos in, in the beer. Jesus. So we brewed like an Oreo stout and it tastes like Oreos and stuff. It's really good. I need to get one of these. Where, where, you know me. I'm not even Where are these? I want to try uh, they're, they're up north of here, uh, but I'll bring some down for you guys to try. Heard. The Oreos actually taste like Oreos. I'm impressed. So the strawberries taste like strawberries. I... <laughs> 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 I was never a drinker, but like when you brought home growlers from Rock Bottom, I would try them. I like, loved it. Yeah, I bet you now I've, I'm way more in tune with your palate now that I've been ex- <laughs> because of the job I had last as um, the bar manager with all the different taps. Yeah, I, I need to take you to this local cider place. Blow your mind. Heard like strawberry star fruit apple oh, that cider sounds really good. Yeah, it's super good. Look how it's just looking at me like fucking. Are you a man? <laughs> I'm like I, hey, I do like hey, fruity alcohol. You'll know this up in back in the day. You this guy named Chris Chris Childs. Remember him? He was a point guard for the yeah. New York Giant or New York Knicks. I used to serve that dude Cosmos in New York City. The bright pink martini. Yeah, that was his. The drink. ones that y'all made fun of me for when I went out drinking with y'all <laughs> assholes. That was his drink of choice. And I that was to- my drink of choice until I started hanging out with y'all. Then I have to drink seven to sevens because y'all make fun of me for it. See, like it's so funny. It, it all depends on, like, if I want to get drunk. I'm like, you know, I'll, I'll drink an AMF. I'm just like, okay, we're going to get fucked up tonight. Give me two of these. I'm done for the night. Do you know what an AMF is? Adios, motherfucker? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are the tough. Yeah. I don't do those drinks. I'd like, I just drink beer and whiskey. Yeah, no, like, if, if I want to get drunk. I'm into, like, fun drinks, like daiquiris and margaritas and all that stuff. I'll drink them, you know, but that's just not my choice. There's cool. so many good breweries in our state, so it's just like hard for me to not like want to drink. I just, oh, it's totally easy for me. I'm like, yo, what's your girliest drink? Nah, Let me dude, get that. You like sour candy, right? What's up? Sour candy, like like candy. That's, yeah, yeah. I bet you I could find beer you like. They I have mean, they have these beers now that are like full of sugar, and they taste like sour candy. Heard. Like this one I had tastes like sour nerds. Like I had a beer last night that was just a root beer, like not your dad's root beer. That dude is so good. So good. I'm like stupid good. By the way, a little bit of ice cream called a day. By the way, now we're on quick recap with this and <laughs> hashtags. We got hashtag audio motherfucker. Hashtag 
butt sex. <laughs> <laughs> it was ass fucking. Ass fucking, sorry. <laughs> Hashtag religious rights. Yeah. Hashtag, like, they're just gonna that person who comes sex. in for religious rights is going to be severely disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to that guy for his religious right podcast. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Yeah, there's, there's going to be somebody who's like, hey, grandma, listen to this crazy podcast I just listened to. Well, what's it about? Ass fucking what? <laughs> <laughs> that boy needs Jesus. I'm like, and, and then the other crazy one that's going to be in here is like the Holocaust, which is literally in all of this. Yeah, like, about what, twenty minutes ago, I think we brought yeah. it up. <laughs> just saying. I just again, quick recap of like how he said in the very beginning, our normal podcast. This is totally our normal podcast. We're on one. Yeah, this, this is it. This is. <laughs> It's a game of shoots and ladders. You're just going, okay, we're going to get to the finals. Oh, no, we're coming down to the bottom again. Okay, let's get back up there. It looks like GameStop stock. It's you, pretty much what yeah, it is. Yeah. You, you've heard me bring it back, and then we, I take it away, too. That's okay. It's, that's what a podcast is supposed to be. Yeah, th- this no, is no this rules. Is, you, know, <laughs> you know, it's it would have sucked being a guest where I had to like stay on topic and wouldn't want to be able to talk about what I wanted to talk about. <laughs> yeah, no. I like, got to tell you, though, I've been thinking like, I was like trying. I was thinking about if I would like switch up my position and like try to defend the person that said religion and politics was going to be good. And I was like, I would not be able to make five minutes in that, <laughs> in that argument. I would know I would get ripped to shreds. This guy <laughs> loves. It. Well, that's this guy's thing. But also one other thing, real quick, because you did mention the uh, West Baptist Church or whatever their fucking name is and shit like that. Westboro Baptist Church. Yeah. So one, I think all churches should uh, pay taxes. Uh, two that every it's every American citizen's right to uh, what's it called protest but uh, freedom of speech isn't free, uh, freedom of consequence so I, I do think those people who did show up at that military funeral should have gotten their ass kicked by that military the whole military Again, oh, it, it's I not understand. just one it's no no I, I, I know it's a lot well, but just like, like the people in the capital should, should all be put on trial and be treated as if they were treat the treason yeah what well, is the penalty for treason the death well, perfect. No, <laughs> there's a there, there's other you wanna, stuff. You wanna, hey, that. you want to get America back in back in front? Let's start assassinating our own citizens like other countries do. <laughs> Set the tone right away. <laughs> Is it like Malaysia that they're doing that right now? I mean, I'm just saying. Tre- uh, are you treason? talking about uh, where like the police are killing people in the middle yeah. of the night? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It, it's fucking crazy. But. That's another episode. We'll talk <laughs> about the Malaysian genocide going on right now that no one talks about. <laughs> but for real, like that's like the same thing along those lines of those people in the capital tried for treason, every single one of them. And like, crazy thing is, it's like that. Like for me, when I saw that going on, I was like, if I if I had any beef with America, I'm literally picking up the phone calls like, hey man, we're back in business. Like they don't even have their shit together. All, their capital building got sto- stormed by their own people. All I'm saying and they didn't stop is them. if it was a different pigment color of their skin. Oh, bro, everyone would have been stopped. There wouldn't be a, they, no. There wouldn't be a capital building. There would have been a. There's a crater there. We, we can rebuild marble. Okay, <laughs> but it's like as long as. Just want to put that out there. I said, I said that. I said that to my roommates, and I told them the exact same thing. I was like, imagine, imagine they were a different color of skin. He was like, it would be a bloodbath. Yep. I was like, I don't even know if the news could keep it on because it would be that bad. Yep. Like, you know what I mean? And like, one thing too is like, I was trying to think about it as if I was one of those police officers. Like, 
in my head, if I'm not hearing over my radio not to shoot these motherfuckers... I would have shot a long time ago. No, I'm, not, and, I'm me, not shooting no, to kill. No, no. I'm him, not shooting to kill. I'm shooting to harm. Me and him have a huge difference, though, because he is... Go ahead. Stay on your si- side of that. Well, I mean, just take them all out. I mean, at this point, just go for it. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll change... Like, I don't even remember what I said last so time. So, originally, you didn't want... You, you were arguing not to shoot because it was going to uh, escalate higher. That, well, that's I mean, literally the, the, what hang you, on. you were talking about. Hang on. Remember what we did in August? Remember what happened in August and July? The whole the Black Lives Movement. I think my people got shot across yeah. the country. No, I know. I know. For less. I know. For, That's why I was telling yeah. him that I would have shot. But then he he does bring up a good point that there was a lot of Proud Boys there that were armed. Yeah. But again, though, shouldn't stop you from executing the law. Trust yeah. me. Like When I'm playing zombies and I see a large group of zombies, I'm like, should I shoot in there? And if I do, they fucking all come after me and, like, clap my cheeks. <laughs> I mean, I agree, obviously, time and place. And they must have been told not to open fire because I'm assuming some of those officers would have, you know, just looking at the state of the situation. But it's, our, cap- it's our capital building. Like, this, this is pretty much a goddamn coup. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was what, – what would have happened if they got to the senators? Yeah. Like what – you don't fire then? Like I said, I would have been firing and backing up as soon as they broke in. That's just how I would have been. Sorry. But this is why I'm also not a cop. <laughs> See, but if they if they came in with like a sentry turret or something crazy, it's like, <laughs> wow. boom, 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 like right there in the middle, people would be like, no, nope, nope, that's going to kill all of us. I just like, it was like, it was like, I've kind of been like not okay being like an American. Like I try to keep my voice down about it. Like I'm not really like proud of our country right now because the, we've been handling the do- exit of Donald Trump into the January 6th oh, thing. And this, and so, then like- so this isn't being facetious in this comment, but this is, this is just being like real and we're best friends. So like, you know, I'm just being real on this, but welcome to how I have felt for years. Yeah. Welcome to how like the minorities have felt for oh, years. Oh, for sure. And like, like gen- America. But, but- January 6th was like, was like the put out the cigarette butt was like, that's enough. Like, all right, we got to do something about this. And like, and like, if, if Donald Trump runs again in, in four years, something has to be done. Like, he's going to. Like, the next four years, should, he should be in and out of court, legal proceedings up until he can start his campaign again. And it must, should be the most unenjoyable four years of his life. From here, from here until the next time, they, they had a chance to do it, and all so the stupid. Republicans. But if he said, if he wins, or if he doesn't get fucking anything bad happen to him, then guess what? He's going to come in and make fucking the Democrats suffer. Oh, it's all bad. Can he win? Can he can he win again? Then yeah. serve eight. Yeah, no, he you can only serve four eight more in years. Total. Eight well, in total. Okay. So but if he gets serve. impeached, no, you can only serve uh, eight in total. No matter the circuit. Well, obviously, if well, you get I, impeached heard, and you don't, but like it. Uh, you can only have eight years in total, two terms. You should have just voted him back in and got it out of the way. No. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's what I say. Rip off that Band-Aid. Ugh. This nigga voted. <laughs> yeah, I did. Because Bernie Sanders was off the ballot because he's like, oh, shit, I forgot to show up. You know who I really did like, though? I liked the third-party campaign. I did jo- like her, too. Jor- Jorgensen? Yeah. Yeah, Joe Jorgensen. Yeah, I she- can't remember her name for a second, but she, I thought she... JJ in, the jet plane. In a different America, I think she would have had a better chance. Heard. You know what I mean? I think in America that wasn't so pro or against Trump, I think that her voice gets heard in a bigger way. It's crazy, too, because it's crazy. Think about in 2016, Donald Trump almost was a goddamn Democrat. Yep. 
crazy. Only reason why he wasn't Democrat is because the Republicans said, come on over here, guy. We think you're great. New hashtag on this stolen election. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, th- th- this podcast is running long. We're, we're way off subject. Yeah. Uh, but, but, but before we end, though, I did want to at least bring up that we are starting a new podcast. Yeah, that, that's what I'm going to bring up. Um, we have a new podcast coming out called Broker Boys with Derek here. Whoop, whoop. Um, he knows a lot more about stocks, uh, ETFs, um, cryptocurrencies, um, options. He's the smarter one of he, us. He, he's the one that knows the big words. And he, he's, he's the colonizer, so it's okay. <laughs> he, you know, he, he's had years of education before we could ever get any. So he knows. And we are going to start a podcast about investing the first steps you do we know nothing so we're gonna learn alongside you and educate everyone on what there is to know and how to invest your money to where in you know 10 years you can have a whole bunch hashtag non-financial advice non-financial advice this is not financial advice do not like if you follow us into the gates of hell and you come out a victor, cool. We are all winners. But if you come out and you lose all your money and your mom spanks your ass for, you know, throwing away her 401k, then, uh, yeah, th- that's on you. Sorry, bud. But if you do win, um, we'll have our PayPal's up. So, And the, I, I assume the podcast would be more serious as this. Still oh. funny, but more serious. Like, like I'm going to be the comic relief because um, I can never help myself. Um, but yeah, it's going to be a lot more serious. It's going to be a lot more educational and we're, we're just, we want to get people in to investing into learning how to take their money and make it work for them. So don't work for your money, make your money work for you. Anything you want to add there? No, uh, I think it's gonna be really great. Uh, I think having a lot of different minds on uh, a certain topic will be good, different opinions, and what we think the stock's going to do, you know. So GME to the moon, right? No. GME, <laughs> you know, that's no. always been the plan. Uh, no, uh, personally for me, um, I've always wanted a group of people I could bounce ideas off of and different things that I'm doing in the market and whatnot. And personally, uh, I really do think that it's something that anyone from the age of, you know, 18 to 100 uh it's always a good time to get started. You never know where your life's going to go or what it's going to take or what wins you're going to get and, you know, what those turn into. You know, I definitely wouldn't be in the situation that I'm in right now if I didn't take the leap and risk a little bit of money to uh, make my life better, you know. Um, but, again, not financial advice for myself. I just like stocks. Yeah, I like uh, GameStop. I do not advise Jumping into this heart attack of a nightmare of a stock. Um, Don't buy Dogecoin. This show will not talk about buying Dogecoin. We we will talk about cryptocurrencies, but though. we will not talk about buying Dogecoin. Every time it's not four cents. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's four cents, five cents. I mean, I almost bought it at ten cents. I'm so glad I didn't. I'm like, ah. I'm like, should I? It could go to twenty cents, and I could get money. But that's it. Um, check it out. It's going to be called Broker Boys with the emphasis on broke. You know, We are going to have money into our investments. So our money is going to be where our mouth is. So, yeah, come check us out. Uh, this will be coming out here in a few weeks or so. Yep. So keep an eye out.
thank you all for listening and uh we'll see y'all next week peace thanks for having me on guys yep